Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves deep into the Tear Talk journey and takes us on a discovery of the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. I am so excited to have you join my podcast, the Tear Talk Podcast. And I pray that what you hear is a blessing to you, that it inspires you, encourages you, and for some talks that it causes you to ponder and to reflect and to think. It's just a pleasure to host such a unique podcast, especially with the name Tear Talk. As I was considering this being the first podcast, I just had a thought about a childhood nursery rhyme that we used to say all the time. And many of you will know it once I start saying it, and you can probably (laughs) repeat it (laughs) as I get started, but it goes... Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me, or words will never hurt me. And you know, that's something we said, I don't know when it would come up, but it was something that was repeated often to the point that it's memorized. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who remembers it. I know some of y'all are listening like, oh yeah, I remember that. But as I meditated on that and thought about that and just really considered what was being said, that's not the truth. (laughs) That, I'm sorry, is not the truth because words hurt. And I never really understood how powerful words were, not just read and not just spoken, but also heard. And that nursery rhyme says, sticks and stones may break my bones, but I have found that words can be used to break bones, to break hearts, to just totally shift a person's life and opinion. And I've even seen words totally shift someone's demeanor. And, you know, It's interesting because I was a journalism major and I think back to even elementary school and how, you know, we're taught the alphabet. Those 26 letters were taught the alphabet and we're taught how to make words. And then from words, we're taught how to make sentences. And then from sentences, we're taught how to make paragraphs. And then from paragraphs, we're taught how to write whole pages But as I really think about the learning experience, when are we really taught the power of the words? We're taught to research words. We're taught to find out, is it a subject? Is it a verb? Is it a noun? Is it an adverb? You know, we're taught all of that. But when are we really taught or I can say, when are we really given the responsibility of the words that we speak, of the words that we hear, and of the words 
that we receive. And I ponder on this even the more because when we look at Proverbs 18 and 21, a very familiar passage, it says life and death is in the power of the tongue. But what it doesn't say is whose tongue (laughs) is life and death in. It doesn't say life and death is in the power of the tongue of the parents. Life and death is in the power of the tongue of the pastor. Life and death is in the power of the tongue of the teacher. Life and death is in the power of the tongue of the president. Life and death is in the power of the tongue of your friend. It never distinguishes who or which, which leads us to believe life and death is in the power of all tongues. And when we really sit and think about that, I know for me, it really causes me to be even the more mindful of what I speak, to be even the more mindful of what I hear, and to be even the more mindful of what I allow to be spoken over me. I remember when I was pursuing a modeling career, I had an audition for a runway show. And I get to the audition, I wait like everybody else, I have my portfolio with me, and I go in and the designer's like, you know, you have to walk, so you do your walk back and forth so they can see your strut and all of that. And this is, I was in my early 20s when this happened. And I remember the designer saying two things. The first thing that he said was my nose was too big. And the second thing that he said was my skin was too dark. Now my nose, I've always liked my nose because I have my dad's nose, but the, my skin was too dark. That jolted me because I never saw my skin or my complexion as light or dark, I always just saw my complexion as brown. So we here we have a complete stranger who has now introduced a word that I know, but he has added a definition to it concerning me. Just that quickly, he spoke something that had me pondering and thinking for days. It actually troubled me um, what he said because I just, I never saw myself the way he viewed me. And that's just a small example of the power of words. And I've just been on this journey of really trying to understand not just for myself, but even for others, the responsibility that comes with the power of words. And I'm in my nerdiness. I'm one who looks up definitions and I write out definitions and me and Webster are really, really good friends. But even in that, I've really been on this, like I said, this pilgrimage almost with words. Like I used to be one who would cut you with my tongue. I could talk about people. I could rip you all the way up and down with my tongue. But in my 
pursuit of knowing God and developing a personal relationship with him and desiring to be image and likeness and a reflection of who he is, I've really had to allow my tongue to be tempered and to be um, matured. A lot of what I would speak about others was based on insecurities that I had about myself, areas where I didn't feel confident, areas where I struggled, and it was easier to deflect than it was to actually sit down and get the healing (laughs) and be honest about where I was. And I remember when I, when I really said yes to God and I, I began my personal relationship with him in my Christian journey, I really had to deal with words that had been spoken to me. I had to deal with words that had been spoken over me. And I had to deal with words that I had spoken to others. I couldn't just be the, oh, the woe is me. When I know at the same time what was done to me, I myself had done to others. And I remember a situation where I was reminded of how I didn't handle a young lady that I was mentoring at the time. I didn't handle her properly. And this memory is, this happened like maybe 15, 10 to 15 years um, after um, the event. But anyway, I remember not handling her right. So I actually found her email address and I sent her an email repenting and apologizing for the way that I had handled her. And she wrote me back and she was like, girl, I don't even remember this situation, but wherever you are in God, please tell me how you got there. <laughs> Because for you to be apologizing for something like 10 to 15 years ago, that's just amazing. But I don't know if it was so much amazing. I think it was more coming to the realization of how much my words could have impacted her. Whether they did or not, I still wanted to take responsibility for those words that I had released. I've come to understand that for me, Words don't just, they aren't just something that I hear. Words are something that I feel. Words are something that filter from my ears to my head, to my heart, to my soul. Like I take words seriously. Like I'm like, you sure that's the word you want to use right now? Like I'm really, I'm really, really particular about words. And I just found that being mindful of words can cause you to either help or hurt someone in a situation. And I know for me, one of the ways that I found best to be able to express my words was through journaling. Because I just, some things I just could not say. And I found that being able to express myself through my pen um, many times prepared me to express myself with my voice. And I know that some of you are finding the 
podcast title to be quite interesting, Tear Talk, but I believe that tears are the ink of an unspoken story. And I think a lot of times we aren't really free to express ourselves in certain situations, systems, and atmospheres. But the paper doesn't judge and it allows you to at least release the memory, release the pain, release the hurt, release the disappointment, release the fear, or at least be able to express all of those things. I think that even in our adulthood, a lot of us, our minds are just compacted and we need a place of release. And for me, journaling literally saved my life. It was the one thing that I was able to do that really allowed me to unpack my brain, unpack my emotions, unpack my thoughts, unpack my opinions, unpack my disappointments, unpack my dreams, unpack my passions. I needed some place to put all of that stuff. And I kind of knew I had a problem when my journals turned into five subject notebooks and I was filling up at least two to three a year, but that's how much I write. And it has brought me so much healing, so much freedom, so much clarity, so much understanding. It's even brought me levels of wisdom. I've been able to see where I've grown in areas. I've been able to see where I'm still growing in areas, but journaling has been a major tool for me to deal with the power of words. And when we really think about the power of words, I mean, we can use words so loosely, but words are what's used to create, to transform, to heal, to divide, to establish. I mean, it's all done with words. And when you really think about that, sometimes it's like, you know, sometimes we need, we need the, we need, <laughs> I used to say some people need the anointed hush. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you just need the anointed hush. You just need sometimes to not say everything but you can still find a way to express <laughs> what you might want to say. And journaling can be just that. Again, I believe that words are an amazing tool, but many times it, they can be used so lightly and so loosely. And I just don't think that we fully understand the power of words. I know for me, you know, it was through the word of God, it was through the voice of God and through the power of God that I began to shift how I personally use words. Um, and it's interesting because words were probably the most powerful thing that damaged me. And now words are the most powerful thing that healed me and that rebuilt me and that allowed me to become who I am today. So it's like on, it's like a two-edged sword. It's one, it could be something to damage and to pierce, you know, to your soul, but it can also be the very thing that can come and mend and, and anoint and allow a birthing and a new birth and a rebirth 
to take place in your life. I really hope that as you take this journey with me, this tear talk journey, and as we begin to talk about the power of the pen and journaling and being able to express yourself, I I really do hope that you yourself, as you listen, that you'll be open to the different topics that we'll cover when it comes to tear talk, when it comes to journaling, when it comes to the power of the pen. I'm not one who is going to beat you up and browbeat you. I'm just going to talk and I'm just going to share my story and my experiences. And I hope that it encourages you, that it motivates you, and that most importantly, it causes you to think about things. Again, I started off this podcast with a nursery rhyme that it might still be being said in elementary schools. I don't know. But it's something that we really have to consider because words have become stones and words have broken bones and words for many of us have been one of the most damaging thing to us. For some people, it's not what's been done to them physically. It's what has happened in their hearing that has done more damage than anything else. I can remember, like for me, I I don't just hear words, I capture words. Like I've been a scribe forever. And I just, when I hear certain comments and statements and um, it just, it, it, it's something that pierces. And I just feel as though as a whole, we need to do a better job just as humanity, it's like humanity needs to be human <laughs> because the way we can just be so vile and just be so evil and just be so destructive, you know, that's that's not how we were made to be. And I have made it my life's mission when it comes to me either speaking words or writing words, whichever form I use to release words, my desire is for everything that I do to be laced with love. Even if I have to say something harsh or I have to say something that requires a level of authority as opposed, I would, I would say a level of authority as opposed to harsh, but sometimes what people can, can, I would rather say the word strong. If, even if I have to say something strong, I believe that there is a way to do it to where it is still laced with love. Because at the end of the day, that is what we're made of. We are made of love. Our whole being, our whole existence is made of love. And if we allow our tongues to be the vehicle that we use to express those, express love to those who are close to us, as well as express love to those who are strangers amongst us. We by ourselves could create a ripple effect that could impact people farther than we ever knew that we could. It is my hope and it is my desire 
that especially after today's podcast, that you would really begin to consider the responsibility of your words, the responsibility of the words that you hear. One thing that I tell people that I mentor and that I counsel when it comes to different situations and circumstances, some stuff you don't need to hear. Sometimes you just need to remove yourself from certain situations because some stuff you just never need to hear. Some stuff can be avoided if you obey. Some stuff can be total like a, um, what's the word? You can totally like make an escape route. You know, some stuff you don't need to hear and you can feel free to remove yourself from certain conversations and certain atmospheres that feed something opposite of what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. You can also, when it comes to words, be mindful of what you watch because sometimes you can become familiar with certain vocabulary and certain language that should never be common to you. It shouldn't be something that you laugh at. It shouldn't be something that you condone and it shouldn't be something that you engage in. And sadly, entertainment has a way of making us comfortable with things that we should never be comfortable with. And we should also be extremely mindful, not just what we hear, but and what we speak to others. Another thing that we have to be mindful of is the words that we speak to ourselves. You know, it's one thing when people demean you, It's another thing when you demean yourself. And for some, you need to change the vocabulary list that you use regarding you. You need to change the descriptors that you use regarding you. One of the best ways to do that is to go through the book of Psalms and put your name in places where it says I and begin to declare those things about yourself. Even if you've had people in authority speak negatively regarding you, you still have the right and the permission to change the language that you allow yourself to speak over you. I hope that helps somebody. I hadn't planned on going there, but since we went there, let's just sit there. (laughs) Because a lot of times it's not, it's not what's going on on the outside. It's that inside. It's those thoughts on the inside. And some of it comes from memories, but sometimes you have to give yourself permission to live. Sometimes you have to give yourself permission to heal. Sometimes you have to give yourself permission to grow. A lot of times we're looking for someone to notice us or to say something or to be like, Hey, are you okay? Sometimes you just have to give yourself permission and then begin to move in that direction and move in that vein and move in that lane. Tear talk is going to be a very unique podcast. The only way to know what it's going to be about is to press play. And I really hope that you were inspired and encouraged to the point 
that the next time you see that an episode has dropped, that you will press play again. I thank you for listening and welcome you to the journey of Tear Talk. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can learn more and connect with Mashani by going to MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.